0: Thanks for tuning into this episode of Through Jeremiah's Eyes. Today I am joined by an amazing person and mentee of mine that has a truly bright future in this world. Today we are going to talk about if we are truly free and how quote unquote free and different we would be if we were born into the wild. So, Miles, if you could introduce yourself. Thanks for having me. Oh, this is Hope Miles Lee. I'm currently a freshman sustainable agriculture major here in North
1: Carolina. A&T. I'm also a USDA eighteen ninety scholar, and as well as a manners vice president coming up for this fall. So, and again, thanks for having me here, man.
0: Just to kick off this episode, what has been your dream profession?
1: My dream profession, um, since I was kind of a kid, I guess I've always been like involved with like I guess dirt and soil, and just kind of just be outside digging and stuff. So eventually, you know, I feel like it all was going to tie in. You know, I kind of, like, led astray when I was younger. You know, I got more involved with, like, money, and I was heavily influenced by, like, you know, finance and everything. But eventually, like, everything kind of came full circle, and I kind of felt agriculture kind of be my guiding light yet again in high school. So I went ahead and applied for a scholarship. Luckily, I able to get it, and now I'm here, you know, studying agriculture, kind of <laughs> following my dream, you know, and eventually I hope to be, like, a soil conservation agronomist in a sense to still just tie into, like, agriculture and trying to see how agriculture ties back into, like, all aspects of society and kind of, I guess, dispel some of the misconceptions that go along with African-Americans and agriculture, you know, slavery, and different things that, like, ensue, but
0: eventually I want to be able to tie finance back into all of that stuff, so we'll see how everything goes. That's dope. That's dope for Um When you think about deciding what you want to do in life, do you ever feel constricted or limited in your possibilities? I mean, constriction happens and limitations do occur, but I tend not like limit myself. But you
1: know, I always related back to my youth because when I was younger, you know, I was always, like a small kid or whatever. And so I kind of just over time kind of got in a mindset where I didn't recognize my height because I feel like once you start recognizing things about yourself, you start to begin to limit yourself in things. So therefore, I started applying myself to just stigma things and just seeing what sticks, and that just kind of allowed for like room for growth in a sense. So
0: just pretty much like combating that. Combating that, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. tough. That's tough. And I feel like that same exact thing, Um, because I truly believe everything is possible, which you guys have heard multiple times on multiple episodes of this podcast, but I truly believe that anything is possible. And every time that I think of different stuff that I want to do, as you were saying, you want to be doing stuff with soil and agriculture, but then be able to tie finance into that. So kind of integrating that, that's kind of what I do with all my different ideas. Because I want to do a whole bunch of different things, but it's all about that integration. Integration to be able to make it all work because i feel like that's what makes people people that makes us us and individuals so going back into the topic of this conversation in this podcast episode do you believe that we are more free than animals in whatever way you want to take that <laughs> <laughs> well i guess it's all about how you define
1: freedom in a sense like, freedom is i guess what it becomes but in a sense we can say that we're free, you know, we're free, freedom of thought, freedom to kind of do what we want, in a sense. But at the same time, we're still kind of just constricted by society, in a sense. Like, you think about an animal, an animal kind of wakes up, hey, my first objective is, you know, possibly, hey, I'm going to go find food, I'm going to reproduce, yeah. in a sense. And, like, for us, hey, we got to eat in the same sense, you know, but also we're trained to go to school, we got to go do this and that. But in the same sense, you don't have to do that. So, I can let again, freedom is, how, I guess, how you make it. Because for some people, freedom is being able to wake up and do whatever they want. As we can as humans, we can do whatever we want. But also, whether they deal with the consequences of our actions yeah. compared to necessarily a bird or a deer whose consequence might be death. You know, our yeah. consequence might be going to jail or different things like that. So, I don't know. It's all about how you define freedom, you know, seriously. So, how do you define freedom? man what is freedom
0: freedom to you what is freedom to me freedom can
1: mean I mean freedom can mean Mm -hmm. several things yet again being able to wake up and do whatever you do and like tying that back into I guess believing that anything is possible and I think that thought process is like what is like freedom because hey I'm free to think of like whatever I want to do if I want to think about this I can put in the work and that can become my reality and that's freedom in a sense to me like I I feel free right now yes I'm in school yes I'm in college doing the work that I need to do that's all things that I want to do I'm not being forced and to do anything and so that's kind of how i define freedom in a sense freedom of thought freedom of
0: expression freedom just to kind of just be you be you be yourself yeah. completely you know i say i agree i feel like freedom in my head is well multiple definitions of freedom but having the freedom to be able to be authentically you and not have to be worrying about what other people say what other people think And i feel like that's where true happiness comes in you can be whatever financial status, you can live in whatever place, you can have whatever friends, but if you're able to be authentically you, I feel like you're able to be happy and free because you're able to, as you said, express yourself. You have that freedom of expression. Exactly. And then another way that I see freedom though, is in my life, the point that I want to get to is where I have a whole bunch of different businesses that are fully self-sustaining self-functioning that are impacting the world on a global basis I'm just doing a whole bunch of different stuff and good for the world but that i don't have to be hands-on with each of those mm-hmm. things they're so going to be advocating
1: in the sense creating systems that kind of work for you and generate yeah. necessarily income, but also
0: generate change in a mm-hmm. sense so yeah so then i don't actually have to work because i feel like that's also something yeah. that would be freeing in my eyes, but do you think you always find yourself working? Though? Cause I mean, you're always going to yes. be working towards something, you know. <laughs> like you know, we wake up every day, and get ready to cook a meal. And that's technically work. Yeah, some people wake up and do that every day at a restaurant. So I don't know. Yeah, again, that is still work. Yeah, it's, 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 and I always feel like so that's another thing that I always juggle in my mind between because I'm I feel like I'm a workaholic. I'm always this 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 is this, and then what's the next thing? If I get this goal, next goal. And when I was young, I used to want to be a millionaire. That was my goal. And I was like, no, I want to be a multi-millionaire, And then I want to be a billionaire. And I want be a multi I want to be a trillionaire. I want to be a whatever is after the trillionaire. And it's like, I feel like no matter where I get, I'm always going to want more. So I don't know if I'll ever be able to get that true freedom. But at the same time, I feel like in the same sense that work and being able to always elevate and the possibility to always elevate is freeing to me, instead of saying that I'm capped out at becoming a billionaire, because I wanna be able to push past that. And that gives me the full confidence that I'm be able to push past that. So in a sense, that's freeing to me. No it limitations. No limitations of yeah. what you sound like.
1: Invented, so. Definitely, that, that's freedom, you know, that's freedom of thought, you know, and the idea that like where we are, we've been grading like a specific like status to kind of like build to that like future that we desire. Yeah. in a sense, you know, no matter what financial space or whatever, like, you know, outcome that you have or like, however much, you know, money you're making, whatever you're doing, in a sense, because you already know the money will come to whatever yeah. you're doing. But like, yet again, if you're able to tie back everything that you want to do, you already know you'll be making exactly what you want to do, making the change while making the money. Exactly. I feel like that's the biggest thing. We tend to escape that. But at the same time, I feel like anybody that kind of has a desire to make money, you know, sometimes you do see in the beginning change. Product. Look at the world's biggest building. Look at how they changed the world mm-hmm. by simply just, I guess, coming with new technologies. You got Tesla. You got Amazon. You got all the amazing yeah. startups that are coming that are catering to people. In a sense, so we'll see.
0: see. I'm, I'm ready to see what happens. I'm ready to see what happens with everybody in the next like five, ten years. Like, Where are you about to be? Definitely, it's going to be, it's gonna be crazy. But I'm looking forward to it because. Infinite, infinite possibilities. Infinite, infinite possibilities. Right? Yeah. How do you feel like society is kind of being limited by the norms and what everybody is trying to say? Oh, you have to do this. You have to stick in this role. You're a, like, what's your major? My major is agriculture. Cause I was about to say animal science. Yeah, With <laughs> <in>. <laughs> Yeah. Um. But so that's your major. I'm majoring in animal science those are labels that we kind of self-impose on ourselves yeah. and whether we wanted to specifically or that was our goal or not. But why do you feel like people feel constrained by those labels and not being able to do something outside of their major? If that makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. And I feel like
1: those titles, in a sense, they kind of help us like guide and like organize this because society is so organized. We just kind of need that order. Cause that's, I mean, mm-hmm. technically, even in a sense, that's how our brains, I guess, function in a sense through organization in a sense so it's like hey we got this title look this is what you can do within your title this is how you can apply yourself but I feel like reaching out outside of that title is how you can kind of like break that kind of like thing that kind of exists within society you got to be able to hey I don't know I can apply my major to this that and also this as well like I remember I was talking to somebody they said they're their, I guess, undergrad was economics in a sense, and they never saw that tying to soil because at the same time, I related back to like soil was like an economic resource. Because yeah. if your soil is poor, unfortunately, your people are poor as well because then again, you can't produce agriculture, then nobody can yeah, live nobody here. Can, yeah. And seeing that soil as an economic resource is like, whoa, now I can apply sustainable agriculture to like a million different things. Yeah. And it's, it can go as far as space, you know, I can go to Mars if I want to. You <laughs> feel me? Like that's, and that's how I feel. And you just kind of see so many things like, going on with that today and it's like that is amazing i never knew like there's people growing algae like literally growing seaweed under the ocean floor just doing so many cool things and i'm like wow i can just see myself applying my way like applying myself in so many different ways but granted that that title is there but it does not necessarily limit me like i'm only going to work within this you know, thing, this realm that exists. So, yet again, that, I feel like that goes back to tying that one thing and letting that one thing become everything else. And yeah. it's, but I feel like our minds can kind of just become so organized on this title. Hey, I can only do everything that relates to, you know, sustainable agriculture. I can do everything that relates to animal science. I gotta go be a vet. And after I be a vet, I'm just gonna work with animals for the rest of my life. Yeah. Because it's it's simpler that way to have that title there. You know, especially when you're applying for jobs applying for a resume, you know what's gonna stick. And so you go out, outside your way like yo i'm gonna apply for this too and maybe tell tell them how like i can apply agriculture to this i did the same thing when i was applying for this real estate this real estate internship know, i'm not sure if you ever heard of it. it's called project destiny mm-hmm. in a sense and so i applied that and i you know i was the same with agriculture major but i always talked about how like you know sustainable policy, sustainable land development can tie into like the economic development of any area and I also apply that back into the banking system because i feel like you know banks and you know businesses can go hand in hand with the community that they support So, it's, yet again, it's all cool, but I just, I like, I see that title, like, it's just a title, but at the same time, it's still just such, like, it's an organizational tool for us and you have to be able to escape that mindset
0: of just, hey, this is just a title. And I hope everybody gets out of that. Like, just, because of course, I feel like, as you were saying, the society that we're in is built off of organization. People need organization. So, I appreciate it, but I don't want it to be limiting to people. And I feel like with COVID and everything, and the whole great re- resignation that's happening, and everybody's doesn't want to go back to work, um, and they want to be able to have more family time, they're realizing they can work from home instead of going to the office every day, and that gives them more time with their kids, that gives them more time with their spouse, that gives them more time to be able to do what they want, they can pick up a side hobby, they can start up a small business, but being able to do those things, I feel like people now are realizing that that's an option, and I feel... I feel a shift, at least coming a little bit um, away from just being able to specifically do one thing or whatever you're. Definitely. So, to. but
1: COVID, so you're saying, like, in a sense, COVID allowed people to take their time back, like, and that is yeah. like reconsidering how they can apply themselves to things that actually matter. Because- we deal with like a tremendous amounts of death so quickly in a matter of like two and a half years yeah. and it's like whoa well, like let me reconsider all of my priorities because a career won't matter if a pandemic can come out and like wipe out your whole industry yeah. in a sense and so that's how yet again, that's how i feel you know there's an ensuing climate crisis and i was reading a report by the un the other day we passed the 1.5 degrees celsius threshold for like yeah. hey like this is this is it y'all our climate change future is happening now and you know we gotta be able to come up with solutions that will like at least hinder the disaster that's gonna happen unfortunately it's already ensuing yeah. so i guess adjusting yourself for that and i feel like applying those technical skills should be something that everybody should kind of like reach out and learn like this is the time to take that family time because 50 60 years from now we're not necessarily sure what will happen with an incident yeah, like, yeah, we, like. we don't exactly we don't know and so then again, you know, I think COVID was like a tremendous, could have been a big learning curve for everybody, especially the youth. I feel like it completely kind of reformed our mindsets. in the system. I talk to everybody, hey, what do you want to do with that? And somehow it always applies back to like their life and like, oh wow, you're going to do this, and you're going to do that. And it's going to like make sure like I'm straight and my family is straight. That way we can continue to live and to see, while also being a productive member of society. Yeah. So,
0: you know, pretty cool. That's, that's one of the quotes that I have there. Or not even quotes, that was just a question. <laughs> Imagine you're, this is very this is dark but yeah. imagine you're diagnosed with a rare disease and have one week to live. What's really important? What would you do?
1: Man. <laughs> I couldn't even
0: I can even say if I had
1: one week to live I I just feel like I would have to like organize my family and just get everybody together and hey, let's let's just go out, talk, let's go you know, maybe try some things I never tried. You yeah. know, in a sense, I but for me, I just kind of take pleasure. in, Like if I go to like a native pasture and just run around with my like shoes off and just be myself, completely be that wild animal mm-hmm. that we once were. You know, just kind of do without my shoes. And since, of course, I still have my. Husband, yeah. Thing, but like you know, one week with a rare disease is crazy because it does reprioritize like your entire life. It's like wow, everything I've been working for my entire life no longer matters. And it's just not like it didn't matter in like the, the scheme of things, but in a sense I can't necessarily apply that because I have a week to live. Yeah. In a sense, I'll try to experience as much as I can experience, but like also
0: you know leave something you know that may exist like myself in the future. So it's like it it recalculates how you're thinking about everything. Like what's really important. What are you doing right now is what you're doing right now. Is, does that really matter to you does it matter to the impact that you're trying to make on the world does it matter to the change that you're trying to make in the world does it make you happy do you feel free are you really fully free and right. that's kind of the topic of it
1: but I <laughs> feel like I guess some people are I guess granted more freedom to live how they want yeah. you know privilege and being status and even as an African American male I still have to even recognize the privilege that I've been granted just through my parents and everything especially being in a society how like it is the degradation of like you know the African American is like I've been granted things. I'm here in college, you know, i had the things I want. So like when I got on this campus, I garnered like a great appreciation for the things that I have. And also realizing things I don't have that I necessarily did not need anymore. Yeah. And so it kind of like even reformed my entire life because I don't, like, during COVID, you know, there was stimulus checks. There was a lot of money going on. The money was being spent, but like, my idea was like, well, cause if this happens again, how can I make sure that I am straight? I am straight forward. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Cause I think like, the American economy, I think, it kind of showed itself to it show that people need to spend money in order to make this thing go around. Because yeah. if people are not spending money, this economy will freaking collapse. Like, you know, Stimulate the economy. Stimulate the economy. And yeah, we just went out. I mean, we did. We had to do with our money. We, we stimulated the economy in the sense. But I feel like it's about the people that kind of took that time to like realize, yo, look, there's a future that matters. But at the same time, it's like there it is like a future that could be taken away from you. Yeah. And so I think that's the the, the whole like. And this ideology that goes into like finance, and even tying that back to financial literacy, especially with us, because you know, we see anything can happen, especially in our own communities, in a sense. So it gets real tough. It gets real tough
0: uh, at the end of the day. There's so much, I feel like it's such a delicate balance between what we want, what makes us happy, if we're free, if we're not free. Just everything that we've been talking about, there's just such a delicate balance between all all of it. How do you think we would be if we were born in the wild? Oh, wow.
1: If we were born in the wild, I mean, I guess it just depends on, like, what would, like, exist at that time if we were born in the wild. Because, like, we could go back to being, like, how we were primarily, but I feel like society would still have evolved in the sense that it would not evolve as fast. And I think, yet again, would be more in touch with like, what matters, core family values would matter, you know, what we're putting into our bodies would matter, and just being completely, like, in sync with the earth would definitely matter if we were still in a wild. You know, people always talk about, like, peace and conflict that went along with, like, when we were still, you know, uncivilized, in a sense, but, like, civilization has existed for, like, a very, very long time. People were organized, in a sense, but eventually people had to move because things happened and, you know, societies have collapsed prior to the society that we have today. It just, society today is kind of, like, built more, like, I guess, to withstand the threats that exist in the world, in a sense, and they, I guess it guarded us and allowed us to grow even faster, And a sense, especially since, like, the Industrial Revolution, in and since we've seen, like tremendous like human development yeah. over time but I guess it's kind of in a sense it's hard to answer you know what would we'll be like in the wild because truly and honestly I guess we would not know but at the same time there's still people that do live in the wild there's a, yeah. an island that exists where people are still completely uncivilized untouched from society and like you know they throw spirits at people that come to the island because they they perceive it as a threat and so, so that's why it's so important to just leave that untouched but as a wild, I don't, I'm not sure, man. What's, what about you? I mean, I like it's, it's tough because like who really knows? Me? We were wild at one point. It's like, yeah, we got
0: here, and you know? it's like I have no idea. I don't know where we would be because I feel like the main thing, as you're saying, was the organization component between everything. And I don't know if we would ever not get to that point of organization. But if it's before organization, that's a hard question. Yeah. So I feel like we're just. I feel like equivocally we're animals at that point. We don't have any. But at the same time, even animals have organization.
1: Even animals, like, when well, they have colonies, you know, they yeah. have ants, they have structure, they have order. Beehives, yeah. bro, they're extremely, crazy. They're extremely safe, man. Mm. So it, it's something I feel like eventually our differences kind of like became like a dividing factor in how we would like grow or how we would organize it. Because like think about, you know, you have like. Asian-Americans and you have, you know, China. you got like a bunch of like crazy, like people that like have like their immense civilizations. Like you go to, you can go to Shanghai and you see buildings that are completely different, but hey, these are still people. Yeah. And since, you know, you just travel around the world and just kind of get immersed in different cultures. And it's like, wow, this, people are like evolved like remarkably.
0: Like, Immensely. Really, yeah, it's just crazy. In all totally different ways, everybody, like what are the, what could have been the different possibilities if the person or just like a few people didn't exist that helped the, that made the United States look the way that it is today, China look in the, in the Chinese architecture in culture that could have changed because a few people didn't exist or a few, like what are the other possibilities that there could have been in this world? Like every, the entire world could look totally like completely different if, just a few things had changed.
1: Yeah, a few, just a few a slight minor adjustments that changed everything. Yeah, and
0: it's in a sense. So, I don't know. This is I don't even know. I asked this question because this is this is making my brain go like, yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> very like. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's insane. But in terms of wrapping it back into if we were born in the wild, um, how do you feel like that dynamic between humans? and animals would be. Do you feel like it would? If we had to read the whole thing. We had, all right, so there's this anime, right? called Dr. Stone. This uh, this phenomenon happened, every human got turned to stone. Whoa. And then this one dude, genius, he got, his stone broke, but it passed like 2,000, 3,000 years. So nature pretty much took over everything, the animals flourishing, plant life flourishing, Everything's flourishing. The first human awoken from, like, the stone age, whatever, Oh, blah, blah, blah. And then one by one, humans start breaking out of the thing. So how do you feel like that dynamic would be if that was applied to today? We all got turned to stone right now. 2,000 years past. How do you think that dynamic would be? How do you feel like humans would survive and be?
1: I feel like it also depends on, like, who we are. Because, like, we saw that how society turned out in a sense of, like, in our minds, like this is the society that we know. But like I feel like it's gonna take an extreme difference to be like, hey, let's do this completely differently. Yeah. And but like being that, if you wake up 2,000 years and you see like your entire, wherever you are, is covered in plants and there's birds flying around you. I feel like you gotta realize we have to maintain this balance. And that's mm-hmm. something that we forgot is like, yo, we're one of them, they're one of us. So the plants are here with us as yeah. well. Like, And I think if we were to go back, that balance has to be restored. And it's just because we just come through and just degrade habitats. In a sense, and it's like, well, we cannot do that. And like, I hate when I see that, you know, they burning, you know, scorching earth on the Amazon. Yeah. I'm like, wow. And as me, singly as myself, I can't do that. I and mean, everybody perceives that completely differently. Like, hey, we need that for farming. Like, we have to feed the people. But like, then you see like, hey, well, what about the animals? And what about the trees? And then yeah. understanding how all of that goes into a balance. And like, this is this... um. In agriculture, just this thing called holistic grazing. And it says we use plants, animals, and crop production to all like help maintain the land. And you're farming with nature in a sense because I feel like this is gonna like tie into like, you know, an animal, this ties into like cattle. You know, cattle get a lot of bad rep because, like methane production and yeah. everything that we talk about. But yet again, they were like on land managed grazing because. But bison and everything, roam the land. they never stayed in one pasture for too long, but yet again, our domestication of animals and not necessarily having that balance, like, hey, these animals, too, they need their freedom to roam, you know, then we get that whole interaction or whatever, they, like, you know, leave their, like, biomass that gets recycled back into the earth and the plants can use that to grow, and so I really think that balance, you know. We always talk about, hey, the Earth is getting overpopulated. I mean, I don't necessarily see that true. I see like there's a lot of like resource deprivation and scarcity that goes along with that. Very yeah, so. I just feel like it's it's just so much getting hogged at the top, but yet again that balance. If I was to wake up and be like, whoa, personally, yeah, what would you me, do? If you I would. I would if, if it was me, I would have to maintain this. You know, you have to slowly like I guess you wouldn't want to wake up everybody at once because then you go back to like what you had yeah, before. Be. You have to be able to work. Hey, look, this is. You know, we got some living quarters here. We got some, you know, this is what we're going to eat. This is our gardens and everything like that. But, wait, because now that you said that, that made me think. Because were we ever supposed to start eating animals? I don't know. I've always
0: thought of that. But then at the same time, all animals eat. All animals animals do eat other animals. Yeah, but then we have like an organized way of doing so. Doing so. So, I've always felt weird about it. But at the same time, the animals also have different strategies they have different tactics to yeah. be able to feed themselves
1: feed themselves so but yeah i think it's all about like how i would go about you know doing it and it's, and that's something really tough because it's like if i want to wake up i just have to be able to perceive that for myself yeah. it's like well because i'm scary man like two thousand years have passed and i'm like whoa we know what society was like before but i know how i am i'm trying to get more in touch with like you know what matters and stuff and also like still knowing like hey we have to be able to feed ourselves too like it's cool to be like hey I'm one with the earth and I'm like this and like that but at the same time we have to be back to like reality in a sense like yo people still gotta wake up and eat and never really, like yeah. to foster development for ourselves in a sense that it's tough man. I probably just look around this admire it for a minute, <laughs> like whoa, this is just like here. I don't know, what
0: would you what would you say though? Like us um, it like, wake up. So one of the things that happened in the anime, which I feel like everybody should watch, Doctor Stone. Doctor Stone. Um, one of the things that he did, he woke up this one guy, woke up the wrong, woke up the wrong person, thought a different, a totally different way of him, and I feel like that's one of the things that I would try and not do, even though it's kind of it's hard. hard you, you can't know what somebody's perspective or what their Thoughts and ideas of how civilization should be running on the whole thing. We don't know how that should be. But as you were saying, I feel like I would have to, I would try and first off admire it. Second off, figure out how I can get food because I'm going to need food. But then develop a system that is sustainable for myself yeah. and everybody that I start bringing, like all the humans that I start pretty much reviving. Mm-hmm. Um, also the animals in the area, because I don't want to mess up that balance, and then also the plants and vegetation in the area. Because as you were saying, there has to be, we as humans have to eat, the animals have to eat, Mm the plants have to do their stuff, and all that photosynthesize. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But at the same time, everybody has to be good, so there's a balance that we have to find. And we can't, what we've done today, I feel like is we've gone too far to uh, one side which is only solely benefiting humans yeah. and i feel like we need to take a few steps back so that we're feeding back into animals mm-hmm. we need to be good plants and vegetation needs to be good and we can also still be good in that same way so i'll try and find that balance on a small scale and then try and scale with so like could you say that society
1: grew too fast you know I really, think about that balance well, was there before, yeah, so but then it's like, hey, because there are people living there before it was then Americans Americas already on the land before living off the land, and it's so they had massive you know civilization in, in a sense too but they had tremendous like you know earth in, in a sense too, but then you had you know the European settlers came over and kind of like, hey we're here now yeah, yeah. and now we're gonna grow you know it's like I just wonder if maybe we grew too fast but I mean there's no saying it back now you know we're here. Yeah. And, in a sense, but I think it's about, like, the future. Now, like, we're at this point right here, I feel like it's, like, extremely important. Like, we have a chance to, like, decide our future. You know, something that we haven't had a chance to do before, being that we didn't necessarily see the consequences of our act. but we've been through almost every aspect of human society now. It's like, what's next? Let's let's sit here and, like, truly decide what's next, but that goes back to each country's policy makers in since sense because we're so like, eagerly pointing our, like, weapons at each other in since sense. Like, we're like, hey, I'm gonna Dude, my country, I want be, yeah, to be the best, man. It's like it's collaboration, but even with those small-scale countries, and it's like, I hate to see it, you know, sure. yeah. I hate to see it, but unfortunately, that's, that, yet again, that's how we are living right now. So I feel like within your community, you kind of like have to like, to that on a small scale, and it's hope that it gets picked up on a large scale. Like you are saying, yeah. with your businesses and stuff, try to be like that philanthropist that kind of like, hey, this is our message. We're promoting it what our changes. This is what we want. This is what our future. You know, getting other people to buy into that. Future in a sense, so I like what we're geared yeah. to as young people. You know, I see a lot more people talk about that, and you know, that may just be like you know the couple of outliers or the things, you know, it does not take everybody to change the world. Okay, you know,
0: and I, and with your question, I feel like I feel like we may have grown too fast, but at the same time, I feel like everything that with everything that we have today, if we paused everything, we could put everything in place. To make it so that we are better off in the future, Mm -hmm. like I could, I feel like we could eliminate the threat of climate change over time if we could pause every country, every business, everything going on, and implement different things. Put everything on renewable energy, which we have the technology for. We have the technology for food waste, eliminating all food waste, being able to redistribute that food to people that are food insecure, being able to redo some infrastructure. I feel like we could do so much. You know, of course, it would take time because you can't literally just pause time, and stop everything. Yeah. But if everybody worked together, collaborated, and did all of that, I feel like if we did it in the right way, we, right way. we could be good. But we have right. We, we
1: do see a slight shift, though. You see more sustainable policies being
0: instituted, but this time the people are taking a stand against mm-hmm. the governments, and eventually. So that now the governments are gonna have to exactly. they have to get on board with it and then businesses have to get on board with yeah. it and they can't just keep on pushing it. They can't down keep the road. pushing it
1: down the road and they've done it for too long and it's like, hey, we got all, we got people with a bunch of money, but it's like, yo, what you, what is this money gonna mean in the future? And it's like you can't necessarily step out your home and go to yeah. city, go to the beach and, you know, but I feel like because people don't necessarily see it like, at their front doors just yet, but like think about third world countries in a sense Well, yeah, if we think about the countries and see how, like, they're already having to deal with their change, Like, there's countries in the middle of the ocean whose like, ties completely, like, wide. Oh, yeah, man, oh, it's like, goodness. this is, this is it's crazy but we've seen them be an effective person. It's not going to hit the developed nations or, in turn, have they call themselves, you know, China. Even though China has actually seen it, too, you know, yet again, in their cities, smog and, you know, a bunch of other stuff. In the U.S., because we we've all we seen did. it. We've all seen it. Yes,
0: in a wildfire, we'd we'll be having wildfire we've like 24 it. 7. And it's, to me, it's insane. The but was, in the, the West, man. Like, it's, it's
1: ridiculous, dog. And that's on like
0: the thing that you were saying about, um,
1: yeah, we've all seen it, though. You know, even you go to like Russia or Kazakhstan, they had their dealing with Like, sinkhole has happened because the yeah, ground is warming up. You know, methane is first of on the ground. And since, and that's why I even wonder like war. War is very terrible for the environment. It's bad. It I is. I don't strong. even know. It's what. crazy, dog. It's, it's
0: lots and lots of chemicals being exposed. Yeah. Chemical warfare, chemical war warfare. everything. That's bad. People get displaced. Agriculture gets it. agriculture gets attacked. Everything is just it's just thrown out of whack. And yeah. the thing that the thing I was about to say was how you're talking about traveling. And being able to be exposed to those different areas that aren't just like what you live. Because you may not be exposed to everything in your little microcosm of where you grew up or where you're living today. But if you're able to travel to these different places, you get a different perspectives from around the world that are affected by different problems. In Virginia, I don't know if you have a drought problem, but in Nevada, there's a drought problem. In California, there were wildfires this past summer. So in those different places, you see different problems, but if you're traveling, you're being able to get exposed to the different things. Whether it's in a, you're looking at just your state, counties, the countries, yeah. the world, just be able to travel, get you're exposed to, travel. to different things and not be ethnocentric in your way of thinking. You gotta be able to look at things from other people's perspective and also take other people's perspectives into account in decisions that are made, which I feel like isn't being done.
1: And do you see now. how that ties that into like even being marked like an animal's innocence? Mm-hmm. And how that, that even though we all have our differences, that balance still has to be there. And so even when you're talking about you know necessarily who he woke up and he woke up the wrong one. Yet again this this person may have a complete different but y'all have to figure out how we are gonna decide this this balance. And you know, oftentimes we refer to like violence because violence is like the easiest things for humans to do. You know, but like that, that can't work anymore. That that can't that can't be the only tool, the yeah. only method of collaboration. Because we see peace and we see it in conflict, and we see we see what it does to people. We see what it, yet again talk about like how it displaces people, how it does the agriculture tamper for the environment. And it's like, you know, there are other solutions, and you know, yet again exposure kind of grants you that in a sense. And but that's how like racism has worked against us in a very bad way because being that everybody has been hugged down and not being able to experience different things, like our mindsets have not shifted yeah. at all. And in the same sense, we kind of all want the same thing. We, we do. all want the same thing. <laughs> and I noticed that even talking to like, I talked to Trust boys, we all want the same thing, but we've been kind of like deceived into thinking that, hey, we're against each other. No, we're not. We're, yeah. uh, we're each other's main collaborators, man.
0: So um, if everybody worked together, I feel like it would just be straight. I feel like everybody, yeah. Everybody wants to eat and they think, or not everybody, but the way society is right now, from my perspective, yeah, definitely. I feel like everybody, or not everybody, as I just said, but a lot of people want to um, eat and be the best, yeah. but to get to that route, they're okay with kicking down other people and knocking other people off their path, not recognizing that they can be on their path and go to the limits of that earth pretty much like do anything be the best for it, that they can be they can be happy they can be free they can do whatever they want to they can change the world but then everybody else can also do that same thing everybody can eat but there's we, enough but out there really for like, everybody taught so much about like
1: competition and competition exists in nature in a sense and I, I really feel like yet again that has worked against us because we all do want similar aspect of things. You know, we all wanna like you said eat, we want to take care of our family. We want to be able to do the things that matter to us. But we can't we feel like we can't do that when we live in a society that, that hey you got you're competing with everybody. Competing with everybody. Remember when you <laughs> were was in elementary talking about look around you, you the people that you're competing with scholarships yep. like you can't that's that's a terrible mindset to put a young person in because it automatically teaches them like, hey, this is mine. At a very young age very young age, man, and I, I understand that. And then come here, you know, they teach us about like collaboration, yeah. because it's gonna take everybody. I mean, it takes the small, you know, group of like, you different languages, people are like, kind of change the world, but it'll take everyone to be like, hey, let's, let's, let's move this forward. In a sense, you know, yes, you have corporation and everything that's like in charge of like, you know, how society can move forward, how fast it can move forward. Just simply because they invented new technologies that yeah. get yeah, adapted that by the people, you know? But it, it's, it's really, it's really interesting to see how, like, competition, you know, even, like, you know, in a Catholic society, you know, we bring on competition because, like, you know, businesses are always competing yep. with somebody because we have the, the the idea of choice,
0: in a sense. I always have, like, a weird relationship with competition because I, I see everything as a competition, mm-hmm. but I also don't think, I also don't, I want to be the best. Yeah, But at the same time, I also think that everybody else can be the best. Mm-hmm. So, at the same time, I'm competing with people. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not about to knock somebody down. I'd rather help you and then try and catch yeah. it back up to you, yeah. and then just pretty much like feed off of that and competition. But I just, when it gets toxic, I feel like there's a problem.
1: And making sure that you're not putting yourself on like too high of a pedestal, yes. Because as soon as you do that, you're displacing the very people that you need to kind of like help move your ideas yeah. forward. Because like you as one man can do so much. But it sounds like there's so much that you need other people to help you do. Even talking about a business, people have to run your business, yep. you know? You need other people to go out and explain, like, hey, yo, this is a culture of this idea. In a sense, it's like, as, like, as an African-American, I feel like sometimes we can we can tend to do that. Even we see each other as competition, in a sense, like, sure, we may be competing for, like, you know, jobs and everything with each other, but, like, we can't, like, use competition as an idea to, like, tear somebody else completely down. Yeah.
0: So... It has to be used as a good thing and not as a yeah. toxic.
1: because yeah. competition can like, create amazing ideas, you know. You yeah. know, you'd be like, ah, you lost this. Hey, now I'm going to come back even stronger because now you got really two good candidates that yep. even if this person is not necessarily first place, you already know they're going to still do amazing things, you know.
0: So. And that's the thing about innovation. I feel like at the same time, that's what's pushed us to yeah. where yeah. we are at this yeah. point because if we didn't have the yeah. amount of competition that we had yeah. or that we have today, a lot of the stuff that we know today, and the high level of technology, the innovation rate, all that would not be the same. Yeah. But at the same time, would we, be, would we be better off? And the thing that you're talking about with the kids and how, from literally elementary school, look to your left, look to your right, because I saw the exact same thing. We're not yeah. from the same place. Yeah. So, are we, time back into the conversation, For sure. have we ever really been free at any point?
1: Society has been
0: um, constructed in a sense where, like, it allows
1: you a a room a level of, of freedom to kind of be able to like do what you want to do but at the same time like you can't stray too far away because each time society brings you back like hey like this is what you gotta do yeah. this is this is what do <laughs> every day you know and ooh, okay just consider this is this is a potential you know ideologies like we're not we're, we're free in a sense but because every day as animals have to they have to eat every day and we're not we're very displaced from our food and so I feel like that's how society kind of levels you back into the mix because, like, unless you own your own farm, hey, you get to wake up and do your own because yep. you control for your food in a sense. But yet again, you know, hey, you gotta still pay taxes, you still gotta pay bills in a sense. And so I feel like as soon as you start acquiring more stuff, you know, acquiring things too fast, you kind of like your freedom becomes restricted because hey, look, this is what you gotta do. This is this is what matters. You gotta wake up <laughs> day, man. You gotta make sure this is everything here is provided for. And since so, like I said. I feel like we still are free but you know society you know there are c- factors that kind of control us it's yeah. kind of like you know hey do what you want to do but like hey this is how you have to do it this is how you have to go about
0: they you are know always me. it's always coercing. you know yeah. it's crazy yeah. it's crazy to think about because we can see ourselves as free but at the end of the day yeah it's not
1: even find free you, know? would you
0: would you rather be an animal I, know. I mean, I like, I like being human. <laughs> being human's <laughs> pretty cool, man. <laughs> being Not him facts. was pretty cool. Right?
1: Yeah.
0: Not facts. I agree. I agree. I feel like animals, I feel like they're free, but at the same time, they got fight for their life every, yeah, day.
1: every day. We don't have to necessarily do that. We don't have to necessarily wake up and like, yo, this is a competition, I'm trying to get killed today, because nature can get real scary. Yeah, You ever seen them like, you know, the, the Discovery Channel? Oh, the, the documentaries? The get, yeah, this gets real scary, man. <laughs> You know, hey, if you go to the cafeteria, our food is already prepared for you. Okay. You can eat,
0: you know. So. And that comes with that exchange, yeah. with that exchange. Yeah. So, every podcast episode, I end off with two questions. What's so. up? So, first question. What are three things that you live by or your three keys to life? Whoa. Everybody says it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it's
1: like, you know, I feel like we all kind of like, well, I guess in a sense, like, I don't write them down. I write them down, but I guess if you're not necessarily room in your head. You're not necessarily living by them yeah. in a sense. So then again going back to being being my true self and I try not to you know, I try not to, you know, minimize harm that you can do whether or not it's being mindful of your actions, how you speak to people, how you go about doing things in a sense, being mindful of who you are, you know. Treating others of course, you know, with respect and like being yourself, you know, at the end of the day. Feel like being yourself is like one of the most important things. Just kind of appreciate appreciation for everything. Appreciate where you are, appreciate where you're going, appreciate, you appreciate where you came from, appreciate the people that put you to where mm-hmm. you are, you know, you're of everybody, so I definitely try to live by, like, appreciation, that's something I'm still even coming in more into, because, like, yet again, you know, the keys of life and things that, like, manage you change every day, you know, so, but there are, like, you know, guiding morals and guiding lights yeah. that kind of
0: exist within that, what was the second question? Um, so, second question. This one's even worse. Oh, but <laughs> if you could have a conversation with a 12-year-old youth, so just about to go to high school, what would it be about and what advice would you give and why? I
1: going to make it's better, man. My youth was, it was it was tough for me to kind of like, you know, it was, what was it, 12, 12? We were, what were we want to like, what's the, Was
0: that middle school or that? I mean, like, late middle school. Right, high school.
1: Yeah, man. My child was definitely, you know, it was different. But, I think at the same time, I feel like I had hands off. I would really, because it made me who I am today. So it was like, if I give myself a hand off of a pro or if I even give him a little word of advice, hey, maybe he'll develop an ego sooner.
0: Yeah. And He didn't want that. I don't <laughs> want that for
1: myself because I, I feel like I became who I became, you know, over time. Because, the old me, I was in the science club, man. I was, you know, that, that, you know, nerdy kid in a sense, you know, but it all made me who so I am today. So I wouldn't do anything to him, actually. I wouldn't tell sure. him anything. Yeah. So,
0: could I say, that was yeah. pretty much my same exact answer. Yeah, on. um, well, one of the things I always think about now, because I've asked that question so many times and just hearing other people answers and everything. And then some people would have a conversation, make a good advice. Some people wouldn't have a conversation if they don't want to change how who they are today and all that. But the thing that I would want to do is be able to have a conversation with, or have a conversation about, what I want to do my mindset then so I can have that perspective Mm -hmm. so instead of like I don't know I feel like it just puts stuff in perspective being able to see where you were at one point yeah then like right now so like little things that I do like when I wrote my book I wrote a little note in my book when I published my book and like every time I look at my book then that's it's weird because like it's me from a long time ago <laughs> but writing to a message to myself in the future and it's crazy because you could write something now and then yeah. like talking to yourself in the future I don't know. It's weird.
1: We'll see. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> even like now, this podcast, you know, seeing how we're, we're reflecting on it in maybe a year and be like, yeah. well, what is I talking about? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's
1: crazy. That's definitely yeah. Yeah. What, what you asked me a question. Yeah. What about, like, I want to hear your, I guess, opinion on, like, what are the things you live by?
0: Um, so, number one, absolutely everything is possible. Mm-hmm. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is um, Whether it's you want to become the president of the United States. I feel like you can become the president of the United States. You want to become the president of the United States? I do want to be president of the United States. You get <laughs> You can become president yeah, of the United States. Yeah, man. Well. <laughs> it's, <like, laughs> it's like anything that you want to do, I feel like you can do it. Yeah. Um. So go for it and pursue your dreams, because I feel like that's what makes people truly happy. Yeah. Um. Also, being yourself, finding happiness, I feel like that is another big thing. If you're pursuing dreams, and you're being authentically yourself. I don't think that you really have anything to be upset about because you're just gonna you're gonna be doing what you want to do, being you. So I feel like that helps me a lot. Um, and then third, always take into account other people's perspectives, other people's needs, wants, um, and just saying that in conversations with people. Things that you want to do, changes that you want to make in the world, don't be selfish. Like you should always be able to think of what what you do, how it's impacting other people, whether good or bad. bad. And oh. that can come on big scale or small scale.
1: I'm glad you said that.
0: We need to say this. I just I just wanna I
1: guess end this like, like you saying that. What if your true authentic self harms other people? And it says, but you're still being your authentic self yeah. because sometimes you being our self brings harm to other people. You know? Mm-hmm again, we can. So, I know that's, hard that's hard a whole nother <laughs> <laughs> We can say that though, we can yeah. definitely come back to that,
0: you know. No, let me see. Let me see. Um,
1: think about Donald Trump, he's to him, he's big as I think, there are people in the world who are up in the same place.
0: That That is sucks at the same time. I don't know, it it's crazy because to me, on most subjects, I feel like everybody, if we took a survey of everybody in the world. In my mind, I feel like everybody be on one half. Everybody be on the other half. So, But depending on where you live, maybe yeah, more people are. The
1: shape of in the park, yeah.
0: yeah, so maybe it's harming people that are around him. But then somewhere else... Like, if you took a survey of the whole world, everything would end up being 50-50. Yeah. Um, at least most topics, I think, and opinions. Um, but that is... That is crazy. As long as it's not like morally and ethically, but then, but then that's also based off of society. Yeah. So then, about what we think is harm. Yeah. Like it's. it's, it's. But a lot of people like, no names. But a lot of people that we think are crazy or say crazy stuff, do crazy things, are in crazy positions. It's like they had the people supporting them to be able to get to where they are. So. At The same time to them, it's not harming them, but it's harming us. Yeah. A lot of stuff, yeah. can <laughs> Keep going, you know, yeah. because I got another question going on with that. But hey, man, you know, yeah. something like that later for sure. Um, thank but, you. Oh, thank you for joining. Exactly, man. Seriously, it's been great. Oh, uh, for, yeah. so, for so. sure. For sure. All right, we can definitely have you on for another episode. Okay, yeah, cool. Glad to hear that. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for joining me on this podcast episode and sharing your time and deep knowledge with me as well also being an amazing mentee and one to do everything that you want to do shout out to you you can be able to do whatever you want to whatever you want to do everything is possible um anything you would like to promote shameless plugs things you have going on that you like to say something about or last words that you would like to leave the audience with
1: not
0: right now. Tell us next time. I got you. Right, I got you. Got you. Um, but thank you so much again. Be on the lookout for more episodes, and also stay tuned for all the special guests that I will have on in the future. I will continue to have amazing conversations with incredibly dope people that I have met throughout my many adventures throughout life. Also, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Through Jeremiah's Eyes for updates and more content. And it would also be amazing if you also like, share, and subscribe to my podcast so that you don't miss a single episode and we continue to grow this amazing community. Thank you so much for your time. And I can't wait to see you in the next episode for another look through my eyes. See you soon.